Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success card. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Chip Becker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we have a pioneer, a trendsetter. Uh, I don't know. It's amazing. Uh, Coach Adnisha Curry is with us, and she is a University of Maine men's uh, basketball assistant coach. And so, you know, as you know, that that is super rare, and she's one of the first. She's, she's the fourth lady uh to to do that and so uh pretty amazing uh so thankful to have her uh with on this episode so thanks so much coach thank you i appreciate it well let's dig right in and talk about your life you know i know uh, off air you know we talked uh, you know a good bit about you know where you're from and all that stuff if you don't mind talking about you know where you're from and kind of tracking your story up until now well, I'm from Pacoima, California, um, and I played my high school ball in Palmdale, California. And most people know Palmdale, California, because Paul George is from there. We're all from the same little neighborhood. Um, and I've always had a passion for sport. I mean, it started very, very young. I was always very competitive, you know, naturally athletic. Um, always competing against the boys, you know, it, before I even was on a team, I mean, I would be in the summers and in Texarkana and, and in Cali, you know, playing, you know, football in the neighborhood, hooping, you know, racing from car to car. And it was just like, I started beating them and, you know, we would talk junk and, you know, and then that competitive drive and, um, fire just kept going and it, it wasn't everything I did it was not just sports it was academics you know club stuff like I just would something in me said you know be great at everything you know and it, it was not necessarily something that was taught to me um because my parents are not college graduates or anything of that case you know just normal good folk um but they instilled in me that you know whatever you want to do will support you and that's kind of all I needed growing up because I had this just fire I don't know where it came from I mean 
Hmm. My big mama would always, you know, her nickname for me is Coco. And she would be like, Coco, you're special. And she always would say it and I'd just be like, okay, thank you, big mama. Usual, you know, your grandma love. Yeah. Um, But like around the seventh grade, I started noticing a separation in me athletic to um, Mm. my teammates. It was it was just different. My drive was different. You know, usually around 13, 14, girls start going opposite. Oh, I don't want to play sport. I don't want to commit, you know. And my drive went higher. Um, you know, I started noticing that, you know, if we had practice at five and the boys had practice at three, I was there watching the boys. I mean, I would get on with the boys. I would warm up. Like, I was just always in the gym. Um wanted to like watch games i would go home and watch magic and bird and jordan like i was glued to my little one vhs tape that i would record games <laughs> over and over again oh, and yeah. you had to the commercial come you gotta stop it because it ain't no dr you'd be like stop i gotta i gotta i got about 10 minutes left on this tape then wait trying to time the commercial and it's at the end so I just love the game and you know that drive just took me to just winning in high school like I wanted everything because I just wanted to be the best and in more than anything I wanted to be a role model for my siblings you know I wanted them to have someone that they can see and have a relationship every single day. Someone that they can actually call who has lived the life they live, knows what they go through, knows what they have to grow through, and has made it. You know, not some fiction of superstar or someone on TV, you know, that you don't know that you're looking up to. Um, I wanted to be that person. Somebody that's real, that like they can exactly. see it. yeah yeah yes like like they can be like that's my sister yeah so talk to us about your after high school experience well after high school i went in kind of well I, of course i got a scholarship so I, my first school um i got a scholarship to cal state northridge um was a freshman All-American, freshman player of the year, um, scored over a thousand points in two years in college. It was an unbelievable competitor. Um, took the school to the first ever NCAA tournament my third year, my second year at the school. I mean, a school that when I first got there had won four games in seven years. My first year we won 14. My second year, we won 26 um, and didn't lose one game in conference. So what got me recruited is what people saw in me. I was a winner, you know, and with that winning, I always, you know, brought people along, my teammates. Um, I was a natural leader. You know, I, I made my teammates, you know, embrace the journey of getting good, like the sacrifices, like I'm in the gym. We all going to be in a gym, you know, um, and that to go back, that kind of piggyback that I, from high school. I had a, a really good um, high school coach, Coach Carissus at Palmdale High. And when you played varsity girls basketball there, you couldn't eat lunch. It, it was like this 
unknown but known rule. It's kind of like mandatory but not mandatory. That um, every day at lunch, the varsity girls go in the gym and shoot. Old shooting machines, he would put them up in 35, 40 minutes, we just in there and shoot. Because we had six-period athletics, which was about an hour and a half later, we just ate in six-period. You know, six-period was like 115. So it's not going to hurt you to sacrifice, but he did it to see who would sacrifice, and it was kind of like your rites of passage to be on the team. So I had already had that instilled in me, so it just from every team, college, on to pros, it was very easy for me to sacrifice what it takes to win. And that's why, you know, I won there. And then I went on and transferred to University of Oregon where the winning didn't stop either. You know, um, when I was able to play again, we won um, an NIT. You know, we went all the way to the NIT um, and won it all. And then from there, I got drafted and, you know, just – one plane to one country, and I just I just went around the world and did what I loved. Yeah, that's cool. And then that brought you back to where you are currently, and then currently where you are? Where are you, I'm sorry? I'm at University of Maine. University yeah. of Maine. Good. I mean, and I knew that, but I yeah. wanted to say that so that the people, the people <laughs> know, <like>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. University of Maine men's basketball, to be correct. <laughs> oh, there you go. So what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Three things. Um, graduating from college. Graduating with a master's and being a true inspiration, mentor and leader to my family. Those are the three things I'm most proud of. Okay. What's your definition of success? Success for me is who I can daily inspire and who I can give hope to that otherwise wouldn't have hope who can daily look at me and say she is me and I can be her and hopefully my journey gives them the fire inside of them to let go of the the fear let go of the doubt let go of the statistics and all the stereotypes that they daily may feel and just be like you know what I can do this and I am going to do this. For me, that, that's, I want to look back at my journey and see my success gave other people success and gave other people growth. You know, I tell everybody now that the text messages, the DMs, the, the retweets, the, the handheld letters, the calls, um, that's success to me because you know, I always, my hashtag is this journey is greater than me. And it is, you know, the awards and all of that, they go away. I mean, I have a ton of that stuff, but that goes away. You know, it's more, those are more for bragging rights. I say for my family and my mom and my dad, you know, oh, my baby did this. And she, <laughs> I could care less about that. 
my dad still gets it bad at me. He was like, you don't have your none of your diplomas up. And I was like, I know, dad, they will get up. I promise you, because I'm just I'm just very like people don't know, even in this big platform, I'm just the most laid back person. Like, I don't if I could not have any attention and I could just go about like, OK, I would take that any day. But I realized that um my the platform that I have is not about me so I've embraced it and you know the calls and things I get I was like that's what success is for me yeah I think it's awesome too um when when you can be able to humble yourself like like you are and have and just know that like is you know, the journey is bigger than it's, it's greater than me. I mean, you know, just just that statement, you know, like it's just like it's so powerful because like I just want to get the job done. Like whatever job it is, like let's just get it done. You know, period. You know, I'm not. I mean, yeah. like you say, that's not. Yes. It. You know, here you go, mama. Here's the trophy. You know, here you go, daddy. You know, here's the here's the diploma. Yeah. You know, but man. I just want to go get it, you know? <laughs> so. Yep, that's it. I get it. Like any, like, and, and for me, that attitude is like in anything. Like, yeah. I know that there's going to be a lot of adversity for me. There's, there's a lot of adjustment, you know, being the only woman in Division One men's basketball. I'm the only one. It's so many different things that, you know, have to be done, you know, on the road, travel, all these little things that, you know, wouldn't, weren't thought of before. And, you know, and as, as many as people are embracing this journey, it's the same amount that don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's not going to like it. You know, everyone's going to have something to say negative you know or positive but you know i always tell you know the young people that i'm mentoring even the you know the older people those people don't matter to you right right you know you know the big deal too is and i heard this you know as a young kid there's gonna be people to talk about you you know what i'm saying you know uh you know whether whether it's bad or good, but at the end of the day, none of that matters. What matters is what you think about it, you know. Yep. And so, and how do you react to it? Yeah, yeah. No, as most long of it's for a reaction. You know, it's it's all for a negative reaction. Once you figure out, it's like, you know, it's like when you 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 find out and you figure out your superpower. And when I say superpower, I always tell people their why in this world is their superpower. And once they figure out their superpower, it re- look, excuse my language, I don't give a damn what anybody thinks about me <laughs> or this journey or what direction I'm going because I have this ordained superpower that has allowed me to withstand any obstacle, brick, naysayer in my life. So I think when you don't know what your superpower is, it's easy to, you know, react to everything. 
But once you're rooted and your foundation is strong in that wire superpower, you'd be looking at, okay, that's how you feel. All right. Next. Yeah. All right. And, and, it, and, and the thing is, is like I always tell people, because some people will say, man, you're, you know, close to being arrogant or you're close to being cocky or this or that. And I said, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. My superpower just doesn't allow me to deal with foolishness. If it is not growing that superpower, I don't even pay attention to it. It doesn't matter to me. Like it really doesn't like my, and yes, when you know deep down on a, even on a spiritual level, what your why is and what your purpose is, your superpower in this world, you're going to come across confident cocky, arrogant to some, and most of those people that you're rubbing the wrong way are walking and living life because they don't, they haven't found their superpower. Mm-hmm. So you just got to keep going. I'm like, and I always tell people, I said, what leader do you know or people of great purpose doing great things in the world did not have a little bit of edge? You call it arrogant. You call it cocky. You call it whatever, super confident or, you know, it's called an edge for a reason. That edge is what separates you. That's it. Because if you don't have that edge with your superpower, you're not going to get much done. She's going to, you know, you're going to be going like this, up and down, up and down, up and down. I mean, people depend on me. My superpower is not for me. It's, it's for the little brother that, you know, is going to call me and say, hey, the little brother that is getting his passport for the first time at 12 years old and going with his sister across, you know, across the world with, with her, with her team. That those are, those are memories that I didn't get to experience at such a young age. And for my mother, my stepmom, my dad, all my family sacrificed for me to get here. <laughs> I'm not giving that superpower up for nobody. I'm sorry your feelings hurt. I'm sorry you don't get along with me, but <laughs> I got that's not my problem. That's, that's not problem. my problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I like it. And that's what it takes to be successful at the end of the day. And all of that you explained, that's that's what it takes to be successful. Know your why, know your superpower. Stay away from foolishness. Uh, you know, put in the work and do what you gotta do. So Coach, again, I, I truly uh, appreciate your time uh, with interviewing with the Success Chronicles. I know we had to go back and forth and you know finally get together, but I know it's been but, good. I enjoyed it. But I'm just gonna tell you, I wasn't giving up. <laughs> <laughs> I know you weren't. I was like, and every time something was happening, I was like, oh my god! So I was like, you know, when um, our head coach, he's gone for the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I had coaches me, and I was like, oh, it's perfect weekend week. No one's going to disturb me. It's not going to be a random meeting or anything. And I was like, okay, I got to get this done. Yeah. Well, thank you. And uh, keep doing what you're doing, Coach, because it's, it's truly inspiring. I think it's, it's way cool. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you guys for watching this episode of the Success Chronicles. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get